chapter two of ronald and i or studies from life by alfred praetor this librivox recording is in the public domain chapter two on the racecourse at bayview it was ronald's birthday and the day fixed for the races at bayview an unlucky coincidence for he always showed a keen spirit of enterprise on that particular morning he was now fourteen and looked a trifle older owing to his splendid physique even in the nursery visitors had christened him the infant hercules a viking he was in miniature with clear blue eyes and short crisp hair carrying with him an atmosphere of suppressed fun that dangerous as it might prove was a certain guarantee against dullness or want of spirit he had behaved himself beautifully for an entire month but i distrusted him to-day he had never seen the races and had constantly signified his intention of doing so so when his uncle said to him at breakfast you are not to go to the races they are destructive of morality especially to a boy of your age and ronald winked at me across the table i felt sure he intended to go no sir he said respectfully and i suppose you won't go either of course they can't do you any harm at your age but they can't do you any good as it happens ronald i shall go just to make sure that you don't besides i think it a good principle that elderly people should be seen doing things which they forbid to their youngsters unquestioning obedience is a fine thing it doesn't follow that because i allow myself a cigar to quiet my nerves therefore you should smoke who don't know what a nerve means no sir of course it doesn't and he winked again for myself i distinctly intended to go to the races seeing that i was past the age at which my uncle feared their contagion though neither was i old enough to plead the principle which he had so astutely paraded on his own account and uh, so i went ronald had left the house soon after breakfast for a ride he said and as i saw nothing of him on the race-course i was comfortable in the belief that for once he had obeyed orders when the races were nearly over a little stable-boy came up to me and touched his cap hold your horse sir by jove it was ronald he had borrowed dick the groom's livery and had had a fine time of it he told me in that unconventional attire just then our uncle rode up now stand away fred and don't be seen talking to me and i'll show you some rare sport hold your horse sir this to our uncle well i don't mind if you do and i'll have a stroll with fred here till it's time to go home after a lounge along the course chatting with friends and criticizing the horses we came back to where we left ronald thanks said the uncle as he remounted here's a shilling for you a lucky dog you are too for it's got a hole in it i see good day when dinner was over that evening the uncle waxed genial over a bottle of seventy-five margot we'd a capital day's racing ronald i'm almost sorry you weren't with us next year all well my boy i'll take you myself thanks sir and he winked the third time by the way you haven't lost a shilling sir have you i picked up this one while you were at the races you're a lucky dog sir if it does belong to you for it's got a hole in it verdict acquitted but don't do it again End of chapter two